Come on, clap your hands, everybody. Come on. Hi, I'm Henry Davis, pastor of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park in Landover, Maryland, a Bible-believing, Christ-centered, and Spirit-led congregation. I want to welcome you to our radio broadcast. And remember, there's power at the park. Isaiah chapter 52, beginning at verse number 7 in the New Living Translation, reads in this wise, How beautiful on the mountains are the feet of the messenger who brings good news, the good news of peace and salvation, the news that the God of Israel reigns. The watchmen shout and sing with joy, for before their very eyes they see the Lord returning to Jerusalem. Let the ruins of Jerusalem break into joyful song, for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has demonstrated his holy power before the eyes of of all the nations, all the ends of the earth will see the victory of our God. Get out. Get out and leave your captivity where everything you touch is unclean. Get out of there and purify yourselves. You who carry home the sacred objects of the Lord, you will not leave in a hurry running for your lives, for the Lord will go ahead of you. Yes, the God of Israel will protect you from behind. Amen. These are the words of God. You may go to your seats around the building. I want to come back in this worship setting to that 10th verse as we take another look. It says there, the Lord has demonstrated his holy power before the eyes of all the nations. All the ends of the earth will see the victory of our God. We want to take, we want to take a moment in these moments that we share together to talk about demonstrated power demonstrated power, power that is demonstrated, strength that is shown, strength that can be shown even in the face of challenging situations, demonstrated power. I was, I was flipping on the television when I had gone home last night, and for some reason it was on a station where they were having a martial arts competition. It was in that martial arts competition that the person was getting up and breaking bricks with his hand. Uh, he was breaking bricks and seeing how many bricks were lined up and how many slabs 
of cement his hand could go through. Not only did he do that, but then he wanted to find out how many bricks could he break by kicking the bricks. It was demonstrated power. I was looking at him. I was trying to see, was there any sign of pain, anguish? Did I see any blood? No, I did not see any blood, nor did I see any pain. Perhaps I said to myself, is this some kind of way psychologically that you can rise to that point where there is enough mental power that because in a normal sense, can a hand handle a brick? Well, I think about that, all the mental strength that had to take place in that martial arts uh, demonstration. But I think about you and I as spiritual beings, followers of Christ, can we show demonstrated power? As I looked at this individual who was breaking bricks, but then I was thinking about how it is that we as believers have to deal with the challenges of our day. No mountain too high, no valley too low, no point where there is so much darkness and yet we can have demonstrated power. If you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation time and time again, you will see demonstrated power. Whether it's the sea opening up, giants falling lions being being tamed and fire being controlled there is demonstrated power a man born blind now able to see a one who is lame able to walk that all is demonstrated power but we don't have to be distant on this thing highland park because we can look at what god has done and what god is doing in our lives in our lives we are able to recognize and to realize demonstrated power bishop brooks we heard your testimony about how it could be that you can have a heart issue but yet when persons can look at you today and you do not look like what you have gone through that's not just the rook story but that's the story of many persons who fill this room and watch online because we are the living evidence we are in essence the commercial of demonstrated power demonstrated power is what turned Saul of Tarsus around and one who was anti-church and I preached about him on last night but then I look at how God turns him around and he now redefines himself. Matter of fact, he does not even consider his life before Christ as being worthy at all. In matter, matter of fact, what I shared last night in our Saturday experience was the fact that Paul said that for him, life began with Christ on all the things that were happening before that. And, and he can have deep regret, but yet we understand demonstrated power. Demonstrated power is the very fact of you getting out of that automobile and you still have your life and the automobile is total, but you are still living. That's 
demonstrated power. Somebody has been a traveling and a drunk driver did not hit you nor kill you. That's demonstrated power. I said last night that one of the things that would rang out in my spirit this week was the story and the testimony of the bus driver. The bus driver uh, right here in Prince George's County who was driving her bus, but then all of a sudden some persons get on with mask and gun these juveniles get on and then they are going to take the life of another young person right before her very eyes. She was, she was sitting there and the person who was going to be accosted was right behind her. She ends up saying that I felt like my life could have been taken. But in that moment, she said, I don't have anything to deal with this situation other than I can call on the name of Jesus. It's she, that bus driver said, I just started calling on the name of Jesus. I started calling. And every time I call on the name of Jesus, the young man pulled the trigger, but the gun, the gun jammed. I, that, that's a blessing, and that's why we can get up this morning, and I thank God that he, was, he tried again, demonstrated power, tried it again, demonstrated power. I said last night, I put it like this, that that was one for the Father, one for the Son, and one for the Holy Ghost. That is demonstrated power. Well, that's what the backdrop is of the message that we share this morning, that God is, can have demonstrated power. He can make a way out of no way, opening up doors behind us and shutting doors, and shut doors in front of us and shutting doors behind us, answering our prayer and fighting our battles. Well, that's demonstrated power, and that's what brings me to the text that we share this morning, and that we, my first point is, is that God has already proven himself, so all we have to do is trust him. I think that's a great place for us to start. He's already proven himself, Dr. D, and we understand that if I put my trust in God, there is no limit to what God can do, what he's done for others. He can certainly do it for you. That's demonstrated power. Power, raising the dead like he did with Lazarus. Lazarus was dead, but God was able to raise him up. My God, we ought to be excited in this place about how God can move in our lives. He's already proven himself, and that's what he says in verse number 10. The Lord has demonstrated his holy power before the eyes of all the nations. I, I can see your power. I can see your glory. And matter of fact, when you look around the room, you see a lot of persons who have experienced that for themselves. That's why I told a family the other day that none of us can go to heaven on a family plan. You got to have your own plan and your own connection to the very power of God. And I said it this way, that God can take ordinary yet 
do extraordinary. He is not a regular God. He is not a simplistic God. But when God lays his hand on your life, there is no limit to what God can do. Somebody said, Reverend, why why are you going so hard this morning? Because this is the last sermon I got to preach this this weekend. And so y'all get it. I I don't have to go in another service. Y'all get it right now. And so you realize the demonstrated power of God is the very very touch that God puts on our lives is right here in that 52nd chapter of Isaiah. Isaiah is a great book with 66 chapters to it. Matter of fact, it is the book that in many cases mirrors the Bible because you do now how the Bible breaks down 39 books in the Old Testament, 27 books in the New Testament. In the original writing of Isaiah, Isaiah was written in two sections. There was the first Isaiah and second Isaiah. First Isaiah started at chapter 1 and works his way to chapter 39. And then second Isaiah goes from 44 all the way to 66. And so we understand that in this particular passage that we are realizing and reading and studying today that that 10th verse says the Lord has demonstrated his holy power before the eyes of all the nations. He is still moving. He's still alive. He's still working out miracles. He's still lifting us when we're low. He is still giving us a good word. That's why I love the Bible because the Bible is always rich and resplendent with wonderful things that can lift our spirit. I was I was sharing uh, when I was leaving the house this morning and I was thinking about Lawrence Hawkins about, and I see Deacon Williams back there of those wonderful young people of your grandchildren and who are led us on our Saturday, our Friday morning, early morning prayer. I said, here they are, one graduating from high school, the other one getting her master's degree, and we'll celebrate them in the next service. But here they are sharing their testimony. Here they are talking like polished Christians who've been on the road for a mighty long time. I say, even when I look at children and young people, you can see demonstrated power. Do I have a witness out there? How God can use the different individuals in our lives to be an inspiration to others. Well, that's the blessing of this 52nd chapter that right before your very eyes, I can see the power. All the ends of the earth will see the victory of our God. Victory, victory. I love talking about victory. I love experiencing victory. I love experiencing victory because attached to victory is happiness, is excitement, is joy. And no matter what is going on around me, I can celebrate the victories that God is indeed giving to each and every one of us. God is such a great God and all the ends of the earth will see the victory of our God. He is already victorious. So who wants to be associated with a loser? Because to be associated with Satan is to be associated with a loser. 
Come on, sometimes we don't put it in that kind of language, but that's what it is. Because if God is, no, no, since God, because there's no if in it, since God is victorious, why would you choose to go down a losing path? That's why we got to keep on lifting up the name of the Lord, because we don't want anybody to take an L. That's what they, that's what they say today about taking an L. I'm thanking God that I want to get the JC. I want to get Jesus in my heart. I want victory. Victory, victory, victory. There's a whole lot of persons looking for victory in different places, political victories and, and economic victories. There are people who were down at MGM last night trying to look for a victory. There are, there, are, there are folk that are over there at the gas station trying to get their numbers together looking for the victory. But I'm trying to tell somebody that if you want real victory... I'm talking about something that is lasting. They had an article in the New York Times, and they're talking about people who had hit the lottery and how and then and how they had traced individuals who had hit the lottery and then long term seen how they made out. You need to understand that money cannot make you. You can have all the money that you want, but if you do not have some direction in your life, there is something empty and you can't pay for it. Do I have a witness here? There's a joy that only the Lord can give you demonstrated power. But not only do I look at that, number one, number two, proclaim what lies ahead because of the promises found in God's holy word. Proclaim it. You got, you can talk, you can talk victorious. You can talk believing that the sun is going to shine. You can say that my head will be lifted up, that God will make a way out of no way. I think back in my growing up experience to a deacon who was in my dad's church and he had gotten sick and his family, his family was at the hospital and they were, they were looking and it was a, it was a gloomy and a dark moment in their lives. But I can see that deacon laying there in the bed and then he was listening to the negative conversation that was going on around him by his own family. You know, family can sometimes have some negative conversation and, and he here he was trying to fight for his life and here his family was with gloom and doom and then finally he had to tell them I want y'all out of here I, because I don't I, I'm trying I'm trying to get on the right side and I don't need y'all around here with all of this worldliness and, and because when you are not anchored in the word of God then when danger comes you have the a tendency to throw in the towel of defeat. Well, I'm trying to help somebody in because I'm surrounded by some people who understand victory. I'm understanding that people that have been counted out by the world and by your supervisor, but you've been counted in by God. And that's why I can get up this morning with a smile on my face. That's why I can get ready for another week understanding that the wind of God is, do I have any witnesses in this room that no eyes can see demonstrated 
power, demonstrated power. You able to demonstrate that thing. It's one. It's like show and tell. That was one of the favorite games that we played back in the day. It was show and tell. Uh, I, I love show and tell. Show and tell when you would bring your little toys from home and then everybody would marvel about what you had. That was a wonderful time. And my God, I, I, those were wonderful moments. But you have and ought to have a show and tell faith. You can show somebody and you're not lucky that you're blessed. You can show somebody that the hand of God is watching over you. Here you are. You've had a diagnosis. Here you are. You have gone through a divorce and gone through a broken relationship. Here you are and you've dealt with all of these other kinds of things but you're still standing and you're not standing on your strength but I'm standing on the strength of who am I talking to this morning and you can celebrate demonstrated power demonstrated power. My God, if I was my dad, my dad would jump down and show you some push-ups and, and some fingertip push-ups and all that kind of thing. I'm not going to go that route. You just got to believe that I could if I wanted to. But you need to understand that God is a great God and he's ready to do great things in your life. You can have demonstrated power working through you. It's right here in the text, right here in the text that you can see that reality of how God can speak to us in verses 8 and 9 of Isaiah chapter 52. There's something going on. The watchmen are shouting and singing with joy for before their very eyes they see the Lord returning to Jerusalem. The watchman many times is the same word that ends up being a Attached to the minister. You could also look at it as a person who was being prophetic. I'm looking, I'm looking, I'm prophetic. I'm looking into the future. The watchmen shout and they sing with joy for before their very eyes, they already see the victory. I see the victory before I get to the victory. That's why let me let me pause it and use a football analogy. That's like the individual who is practicing his end zone dance before he scores the touchdown. I'm already, and I, you have to realize that sometimes when you see on a, in a football game that they will have a celebration after the touchdown. And sometimes when you have to say they had to rehearse that because you did not come up with that just as simple as you, as you crossing the over. I can remember the simple simplistic touchdown celebrations by God that could take place and persons would not do very much and but I, but there are others who are very complex and they got fancy steps and where does the icky shuffle or, or whether it's something else going on now they bring the whole team down and the whole team is now engaged in an end zone celebration but what I'm trying to tell you is that they planned that a score would take place. And when that score takes place, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to roll with it. I want you over here. I want you over there. And that's how they could come up with it. But they had to plan 
to get there. I am thank God I'm planning. Matter of fact, we come to church and some folk come to church and they come cute, they come sophisticated, but there's some folk that come ready to stretch out. I'm ready to stretch out for the Lord because the Lord has stretched out for me. When I was down, he lifted me up. When I was out, he pulled me back in. When I was about to give up, he made a way. Demonstrated power right before my very eyes. It says in verse number nine, let the ruins of Jerusalem break into joyful song. The ruins for the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. In other words, they were in a wreck position. They were in a defeated place. But even in your lowest place, God can show up. Oh my God. He is she's still showing up over and over again. He's still showing up. He's still letting you know when I open up the word of God, he is able to speak to my situation and he knows all about me. He's still opening things up. Matter of fact, somebody showed up for church this morning and God knew you were coming. He knew you were coming. He said, come on, come on, come on. Are you going to be at First Baptist Church of Highland Park on an early Sunday morning? But I got a word for you because I want you to understand that when you open up your spirit, I can show you demonstrated power. Demonstrated power. Thank you, Lord, for demonstrating over and over again. Thank you, Lord, for having blessings. My God, you realize that Jesus has more healing in the hem of his garment than every drugstore in town. You can no matter, all I got to do is touch. And all that sister said, if I could just touch the hem of his garment. My God, I don't need a counseling session. I don't need an appointment. All I need to do is touch him. Do I have a witness here? All I got to do is touch him. And I thank God that when I touch him, he's already touched me. And I'm thanking God that you might not celebrate demonstrated power, but I got a whole lot to celebrate because every mountain, every valley, every storm, every time you dealt with somebody trying to drag your name through the mud, but you're here today with your shoulders up, your chin up. Yep, my God, I can give God praise for demonstrated power. Demonstrated power. That's what's going on in this particular text. And here's my, here's the third thing I need to share with you this morning that you're not running from fill in the blank but running to your best days. All right, all right, work with this now. You're not running from whatever it is that you want to put in that space, but you're running to your best days. See, I'm running to my best days. I'm not running from something that's behind me. I'm running to God. I'm running to God. Lord, I'm running to God with my finances and my, and my faith. I'm running to God with my praise and my adoration. I'm running to God. I'm chasing after you. I'm thanking God that I'm not going to be casual about that. That's why we don't come into this worship dragging in. We come in 
because we're running two, running two. There, there, are, there are two worship services during the course of every week. Of course, we gather five times every week here at Highland Park, but two of the services, there are two services that I always understand the dynamics of people in the room. Two services that will come, and one is this service, 7.30 in the morning. 7.30 in the morning. In order for you to come to 7.30 in the morning service, you had to plan to get here. You, and not, not only do you plan to get here, but generally most of you get here on time. This is, a, this is not the church service where people dragging in and, and, my, and fight, got, it got to catch you midstream in the sermon. But this is the service that people get here on time. I'm here on time. I'm ready for the word of God. I made my plans. I laid my clothes out. I, I knew I, I set my alarm. I have a schedule on Sunday that gets me here for worship at 7.30. Because matter of fact, that's why the 7.30 worship is not necessarily the worship that Rick Warren in his book talks about the purpose-driven church. He talks about Emmanuel seeker services, services where people come in really seeking Christ. But this is not that service. This is not the seeker service. This is, in many cases, the saved service because you got to be saved to get up in the morning and come to church this time. That, 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 that next service is a little bit different. Yet That's the crowd that get up. They're looking at their watch. Oh, I think I'll go today. It's sunny outside. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, what time does the game start this afternoon? Y'all feel like going to church? Yeah, let's go hit church. And then and, and they come in. The service starts at 1045. What time does the preacher get up? Because they don't, they don't want to know what time the service starts. They want to know what time the, the preaching starts. And then the next thing they want to know, what time do we get out? You ever meet folk like that? They, they, all, they, all they want to do, what time does church get? You haven't even arrived yet, and you already trying to figure out your exit. Yeah, it's like, it's like going to visit somebody, and the first thing you ask them when you're going back to your college reunions and the like, first thing that you will ask them, say, how you doing? How you been? Then you ask them, when, where, uh, when, when, you, uh, uh, when did you get here? Oh, I got here this morning. Uh, where are you staying? And then the next thing, when you're leaving. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 when you're going back home. I, I just saw you, but it, within two minutes, you already asking me, when am I going? You have to understand that this, that, that this is one of the serve. This is 7.30, Sunday morning, 6801 Sheriff Road. The other service is the power hour. The power hour, 12 o'clock on Wednesday. When I walk up through that door, I can always realize that folk are going to be in place. Nobody's coming late. Number one, they know they only got one hour. And, and, and we're going to come in and we're going we're gonna to move that thing right, on, right along. And so you know that is not the service you want to drag into. But quite honestly, and so I was at a service the other day and a person looked at me and said, Rev, said, Rev, you got us on out of here. I said, you must not know me very well because we we're not going to hang around here all day because when you look at demonstrated power, the power is already demonstrated in the very word of God. I don't have to drag a service out. Hallelujah. We had a wonderful home going for one of our members on, on Friday. It took us 40 minutes. Wonderful. We celebrated. I preached about eight minutes. And a couple of persons made comments, and we didn't have to spend a whole lot of time. 
and I shared with that family, I said her sermon was already preached. Come on, somebody. She already preached it. And all I got to do is to spend a little time with somebody else who might have come in the room so that you can know demonstrated power. That's what you realize. So, matter of fact, there are some people that think that you come to the faith because you're running from something. But it's not that I'm running from something. It's that I'm running to someone. And, I, and that's what it says in that 12th verse. It says you will not leave in a hurry running for your lives, for the Lord will go ahead of you. Yes, the God of Israel will protect you from the behind. And so matter, no matter what's going on in my life, I know I have the protection of God. That's why it says in that very that the 11th verse, it tells him to get out and leave Leave the things behind. What is it that's holding you back? What is it that's impeding your praise? What is it that's getting in the way of your progress and everything that you touch? It is unclean. And so I'm trying to tell somebody that if you've been down the wrong road, get on the right road. Thank God that there is somebody who can clean your life up, clean up your mind, clean up your spirit. Thank God for cleaning me up. I'm thanking you, God, for answering my prayer. I'm thanking you, God, for making a way out of nowhere. I'm thanking you, God, for your demonstrated power. You woke me up this morning with my mind stayed on Jesus. I'm thanking God this morning that I can lift up my hands and give God praise. I'm thanking God I can open up my mouth and give God praise because he is a mighty God. He will fight your battles, heal your body, save your soul. Can't nobody do me like the Lord. I'm through Highland Park, but when I think of the goodness of Jesus and all that the Lord has done for me, my, 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 my soul got to cry out, hallelujah, hallelujah, say yes, say yes. Yeah, 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 yes. Hallelujah. Demonstrated. Demonstrated. Power. Hallelujah. He's a mighty good God. Yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. Oh, yes, he is. He's a mighty good God. And he's showing us over and over again demonstrated power. Praise God. You can look in the mirror and you can see demonstrated power. And we can give God praise even early in the morning. Woke up this morning with my mind Stayed on Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Every time I turn around, 
He keeps on blessing me. Thank you, God. Thank you for answering my prayer. Thank you for holding my hand. Thank you for bringing me up, giving me a peace that's beyond understanding the joy that I have. I'm thanking God that the joy that I have, it is my strength demonstrated. Demonstrate. Hallelujah. 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 I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying to sit down. But there's something on the inside. Working on the outside. Oh, what a mighty change has come over my life. Do you love him today? Has God been good to you? Say yeah. Yes! Demonstrate it. Demonstrate it. Demonstrate it. Demonstrate it. You can't fake this thing. It's got to be real. You can't, you can't make it up. It's because it's in the very core of who you are. You're not showing off. No, you're not showing off. It's all about him. And I'm walking in that anointing. I'm walking in that strength. I'm standing on those promises. Demonstrated power. Come on, clap your hands. You've been listening to the radio broadcast of the First Baptist Church of Highland Park and Landover, Maryland. If you want to receive a CD or DVD of what you have just heard, please call 301-773-6655 or visit us on the World Wide Web, fbhp.org. And remember, there's power at the park. I love you, Lord.